There's a line from a movie that's been stuck in my head for a few weeks now. Uh, the movie Summer in the Forest, which is about Jean Vanier and the Larche community, which uh, I think I've may have mentioned in homilies before, but um, Jean Vanier, who died a few months ago, founded Larche, which is French for the Ark, um, a home for the mentally handicapped who live in community with those who take care of them and um, they pray together and, and such. And now there are 150 houses all through the world, including here in Chicago. Um, and it's basically just a, a Christian community. Anyone is accepted, um, but it's Christianity lived out. Um, and he says in the movie that compassion is fidelity to the weak. Compassion is fidelity to the weak. And that line was in my head yesterday morning as I was uh, waking up because um, one or two Saturdays a month I go to the jail, to Cook County Jail, to visit um, the men in the Supermax, Division 9. I was assigned there by a friend of mine um, who was in charge of the jail ministry and needed chaplains to go to different places. There's a chaplain that goes there um, several times a week, but he's a deacon, and sometimes the men ask for a priest for confession and such. And so he writes down the names and he sends them to me, and then I say, when I can go, like, okay, this Saturday I'll try to go visit those guys, and etc. So I had committed to go there and had a list of names, but I'd had a really long week, and especially the night before, I was up in Mundelein giving this talk at a conference. I'd been preparing this talk for months and months, reading books and writing the talk, taking notes. Um, it was kind of intimidating to me. It was like a bunch of people from all over the country had paid to come to this conference, and there were other speakers who were, I felt much more qualified than I was, so I felt all this pressure. And um, I'd really given myself a lot to that talk, and then afterwards was uh, mingling with the people at the conference and got back really late. Anyway, long story short, I woke up, and I didn't feel like going to the jail. And I thought to myself, well... I could go next week, and uh, that line came to me. Compassion is fidelity to the weak. And here with all these people that I would never have thought of giving up my commitment to give that talk or to show up, or I thought, well, maybe I'll just go next week because people had paid and people were expecting something and I was going to be on display in a public manner. But these men who are in jail have no choice but to wait for whenever someone will come to give them a word of mercy or hope or to hear their confession and give them absolution. And I slept in a little bit, but I did end up going. <laughs> and then when I got there, I found out that my little ID, which the county makes you get as a visitor, was expired, and they almost didn't let me in, and I was almost relieved. I could just go home and enjoy my Saturday, but no, they, they were like, oh, it's okay, Father, you can go and just get it renewed as soon as you can. And I got to visit um, quite a few guys, and I was glad I did. Um, and these men who have no one else to visit them or, or are, are waiting for, they're just waiting for their trial or, or waiting for some sign of hope, um, I was able to give that to them uh, in whatever small way. God's will, I found, in my life at least, is not often very complicated. It's simple like that. Just go do this or go do that. Be faithful. But particularly as a call to compassion, to be faithful to the weak, to be faithful to those who have no choice, who need us, because in them we find Christ. The whole point of Christianity is that God has inhabited his creatures, inhabited his creation, come to us in flesh and bones. And he says to us, I come to you in the weak and the poor and the powerless. 
seeking friendship, seeking relationship. Christianity, in other words, is a way of seeing the reality of what's in front of us. Our neighbor. Who is our neighbor? Our neighbor is Christ. And so if it's a way of seeing, it's also a way of being. How are we going to be toward Christ in our midst? Christianity is not just a moral code. It's not moralism. Like, oh, I should really be doing more to help the environment or to help the poor or to help uh, fix injustices in the world. We, we can get all sorts of twisted up in our guilt and feeling like we're not doing enough. But Christ doesn't call us um, to be compassionate out of guilt or simply because it's the morally right thing to do, but because it's true. It's true to who we are as human beings. It's restoring something that was fallen in Adam and Eve, restoring us to our initial vocation, what we were always made to do, which was to be in friendship with God above all else and to love each other, to be in friendship with one another. There was a line I I learned from a, a Jesuit priest. He said to always remember before you kneel down to pray that the Trinity is laboring to love you. That Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, the eternal God, is laboring to love you. It's as if God, who is infinite, has focused all his energy, all his attention on you. And he's dying to just love you, to pour out his self for you. And when you pray, you are letting him love you. You're receiving. You're, you're, you're not doing something for him like he's waiting up there waiting, you know, for, for some attention from you. He's just waiting so that he can have your undivided attention and pour himself out to you. He's the one attending to you. And I realized this uh, after getting back from the jail and praying a little bit. And one of the men uh, said, Padre, ¿puede venir más seguida? He said, Father, can you come more often? And it was like this little thing. It, was not, it, it made me feel a little guilty that I don't come more often, but it also was a sign to me that this man loves me. He sees Christ in me. And he wants me to come more often. And that's the Trinity laboring to love me. That's God saying, this is, I see you. I want you. I need you. Come to me. Attend to me. Be faithful to me. There's this tradition in um, our, our faith. Uh, St. Benedict wrote a rule called the, the Rule of St. Benedict. And uh, all Benedictine monasteries of both nuns and monks uh, follow this rule. And one of the tenets of it is hospitality. Monasteries are often built um, like in the midst of cities, or especially in the Middle Ages, cities kind of grew up around monasteries, and there would be pilgrims and people that came who were sick and uh, in need or hungry, and they'd knock on the, on the door, and they knew that they could expect hospitality from the monks. And the reason was this, because in St. Benedict's Rule, he writes... All guests who present themselves are to be welcomed as Christ. Once a guest has been announced, the superior and the brothers are to meet him with all the courtesy of love. By a bow of the head or by a complete prostration of the body, Christ is to be adored because he is indeed welcomed in them. When the monks heard a knock at the door, they knew that it was Christ who was knocking. Not metaphorically, not like, oh, let's pretend he's Christ and that's how nice we'll be to him. Listen to this. The abbot shall pour water on the hands of the guests, and the abbot with the entire community shall wash their feet. Great care and concern are to be shown in receiving poor people and pilgrims, because in them, more particularly, Christ is received. 
They're washing his hands and his feet. They're prostrating before him. Even the abbot, the one in charge of the whole place, if they're in the middle of prayers or in the middle of doing something, they drop it because Christ has just knocked on their door. This um, parable of the Good Samaritan, everybody knows it. It's, it's uh, so familiar. We even have laws in our, uh, some cities and states of Good Samaritan laws that you're, that you're sort of um, not culpable if you, as long as you're trying to help somebody, you're not culpable if you accidentally injure them doing CPR or something like that. Because it's a Good Samaritan. We know that in the Christian tradition, those of us who grew up in it, that there's this call that even if it's a stranger, even if it's someone who we don't know, even if it's going to cost us something, you're, you're obligated as a Christian. The Christian thing to do is to stop and to take care of them, to attend to them. No matter what you're doing, we, we, we can get caught up so much in our projects and what we're doing, like I was with my talk and everything. Is these things that we think are important, but what is really important? It's people, not things. That's what Christ is calling us to. Do we notice him in our midst? Because it is Christ in our midst. C.S. Lewis has one of my favorite lines of all time in the, his essay, The Weight of Glory. He says, apart from the blessed sacrament, your neighbor is the most sacred object present to your senses. Apart from the blessed sacrament, your neighbor is the most sacred object presented to your senses. He says, you've never spoken to a mere mortal, that every person that you encounter is either destined for eternal glory or eternal horror that if you could see them in their eternal destiny when they're in heaven, you'd be tempted to worship them, Christ in his glorified body after we're risen from the dead. All of us are destined for that, especially our fellow believers, especially our fellow sons and daughters of God, especially those initiated into the mysteries of Christianity. They are members of the body of Christ. They're Christ in our midst. What is compassion? It's fidelity to the weak. It's fidelity to Christ in our midst. 